everyone. Welcome to Get Played. You know, once in a while when we are doing the show, we like to onboard new fans or new listeners yeah. and uh, tell you a little bit about how the show works and what we do. So my name is Heather Ann Campbell. I'm one of our three hosts. Uh, our other host here is... This is Matt Apodaca. I also produce the show and edit the show myself. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just here to make sure that everything's, uh, you know, uh, going as, as planned. You know, I, I keep the, the train on the tracks, as they say. Yeah. You know, we have a third host here and I don't know why he's not piping in. Uh, please say hello to Nick Weiger. Uh, I mean, Nick, you guys, should guys, guys, I'm yeah, I, my, my active time battle gauge isn't full yet. Like it's just, it's going really slow. Oh. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm not allowed to okay. talk yet. Okay. Okay. You guys could just vamp till my gauge fills up. Sure. Okay, sure. great. Yeah. Cause you know, we, we have, we have like a turn-based conversation system where, you know, our initiative governs how fast our. Our agility, how fast are and my mind just really this low is the right first now, so. I'm hearing of this. I thought we just were riffing this yeah, whole time. No. I wasn't even aware of having an active time conversation system. Well, it's not like like again, you know, I'm not supposed to be talking right now, so I don't want to get in trouble. But it's like in trouble, it's, trouble. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not like it, it's not like we just like you know. Because t- turns can be kind of staggered because we all have different gauges filling at different rates. So like it's just uh, just just whatever like my, my gauge my gauge is filling up. I'll, I'll be able to talk to Nick. Have Sorry, you been officially. have you been monitoring all of our conversations for years and waiting for your your turn? Yeah, it's extremely stressful. Honestly, it's hard to just kind of stay in the moment because I'm just watching bars fill up at all times. <laughs> yours yours is flying, by the way. because well, I don't I don't even know that it exists. Like, I feel like this is something that's yeah. exclusive to you. It's starting to make sense a little bit, though, because I feel like sometimes, like, when one of us is going off, Nick is always saying that we're, we're, we're using our limit break. And I'm always like, that's like, what are you talking about? But now it sort of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, did, did you, you both slot in, like, haste material or something? Like, what the fuck's going on? You're fucking no, so I'm fucking fast. No, not slotting in anything. I'm just talking like a human okay. fucking person. Right. Nick, what else in your life functions on an active time system uh, uh like meal breaks that um, makes sense uh ec- exercise sleep uh you know reading if i want to turn the page of my book <laughs> you, gauge has got to get all the way full you, you can't turn a page until page? your gauge is full yeah if i really if i read it too fast i'm like ah, oh, i just gotta wait here for a second <laughs> this thing to spit up <laughs> It's tough. Uh, it's 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 our life. But you know, things are things are good. Look, I, again, I shouldn't be talking right now. <laughs> I feel like if this is somebody's first episode of the show, they're baffled. <laughs> <laughs> One more logistics question here, Nick. Do you think yeah. a limit break is like a joke? Um. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yeah. You, you know, you power up. You have your big moment where everyone reacts to so it. So you then have never used a limit break. <laughs> Okay. Gage is full. Hi, I'm Nick Weiger. We cast Thundaga and guzzle high potions as we rank Final Fantasy games. This week in Tears of the Kingdom, Final Fantasy on Get Played.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Oh, you know that's me, Nick Weiger, and I'm here with our third host, Matt Abadaka. Oh, hello, everyone. Oh. <laughs> oh, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the premier video game podcast where, you know, we do what we want. We're we do sassy. Whatever the- fuck we want this show is unfiltered and uncensored and you can't cancel it no well i, I mean you could so you please could can- honestly <laughs> don't stitcher may be canceling it, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who knows what they're gonna do yeah we're recording this and it might not come out <laughs> that's not true no i don't want to cause any alarm for anybody uh they're mad scientists over at Stitcher HQ. Who knows what they're going to cook up in that lab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a bright idea. You know, it's, uh, you know, uh, how about this? How about this? We just make it all go away. <laughs> wait, wait, is this a risk? Because if, no, if this I mean, is a no, thing that's fine. a real risk, then I'm, I'm going to shut my laptop and... <laughs> Go out and have a fucking beer. <laughs> and we should we should reiterate to people who are who maybe missed the recent episodes. You can have a beer, and that's not an insane thing to do because you it is evening your time. You're yeah, over in Amsterdam. Yeah. Well, these. I mean, if you're they whatever they're listening to this that. might not be. It could be an appropriate time to have a beer anyway. Yes, I am in in Amsterdam here on the uh, the international push of of Get Played Pod, where I've got a couple of great leads. Can't wait to to wow. explore them. Um, I have a question. Set up a couple of, huh? What? Us, me, me, and Nick, we're on PT <laughs> Pacific time. That's yeah. right. If you were on the East Coast, you'd be on ET. Yeah. What is what is yours? Is it? It's not GMT, is it? It's not Greenwich Mean Time. Uh, I'm GMT plus one. Oh. So I oh, think GMT it's plus. Cent- you got that GMT plus, baby. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's Central European time. Oh. Maybe. I'm not going to remember, an, so I don't know why I asked. But I'm an hour ahead of London. So oh. if you're like, oh, what time is it in London? I'm an hour before that. Yeah. I'm, I'm racing into tomorrow faster than anybody except, I think, Japan. And that's, wow. that's hey, that's not nothing. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we, we're, that, that just, I just realized we are in PT. Like. Do, Nick, don't even say that. I'm just saying. Have you looked behind you recently? Oh, God. Wait, you guys, you've seen my new place, right? It's just this hallway? Yeah, it's kind of hard to, I kind of got lost in there. Yeah. Find my way out. Yeah, the bathroom is fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so much to discuss this week. (laughs) We're talking PT. So much to talk about. I, and and I, I should say on that note, because we go back and forth, you know, we have our little group chat and we try to decide what, how we're going to book out the show. Yeah. And one thing we we have like, look, I, I, I feel like I've been beating this drum. We've been talking a little bit about just internally, like we don't want to just set the expectation that whatever big new AAA release that comes out each month, we are going to dedicate an episode to it. Right. However, <laughs> the way this year has worked out. 
<laughs> it kind of is just sort of like we're kind of in that rhythm. So we are yeah. going to do a we play, you play of Final Fantasy 16 because we're all playing it. That will be coming Monday, July 31st. So hopefully if you're listening along, you'll have enough time to get through a, a lot of the game by then. And uh, we'll, you'll hear our extensive thoughts in a few weeks. I also know that a lot of listeners may be frustrated with us doing a console exclusive video game for our right. We Play, You Play. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the it's the first Final Fantasy to come out exclusively on PlayStation 5. It's also the biggest selling PlayStation 5 game so far, I think. I think. Is it really? Yeah. But it's also, it's as of right now, one killing. of the only PlayStation 5 exclusives. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, um, and so for that, we're sorry, but it is... It's a mainline Final Fantasy game. And what yeah. do you want us to do? Not play it? We played we Zelda and nobody do? was like, I can't play Zelda on my Xbox. I feel like that's different somehow only because like grandmas have switches. You know what I mean? Like everybody's Jesus. got everybody's got a switch. It's true. Um Some I, grandmas have PlayStation fives. So Some that's grandmas true too. have PlayStation ones. <laughs> that's true too. Yeah. And that's we we, we salute them here on this show. Yeah. We this show's for the grandmas. We love the grandmas. If you're a grandma and you listen to the show, let us know. Like, honestly, we want to know. I had I, my grandparents. First off, my grandma and grandpa, I mentioned before, they had a God bless them, had a on my dad's side, had an Atari 2600. Yeah. At their house that, that like the kids could play. So it was like, hey, there's like it's whatever it, it versus what I was used to. It kind of sucked, but it was just like video games were there. Yeah, and they were not nothing. The kids. And then my 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 grandfather on my mom's side and my grandma, my, my, my grandpa was a was a big computer enthusiast. Uh, he worked for JPL back in the day. Mm. And like there's like photographs of him with like those old school, like room size computers. Like that was the stuff he used to work on. Wow. And um but he always like had a had a had a PC capable of playing games, and he would just have games installed for the kids to play. So he'd go up there and play like Hexen or whatever, or uh, or Secret of Monkey Island. That's how I got introduced to that game. So it's uh, some grandparents are like, "Hey, we're gonna encourage a kid's habit or a kid's hobby." You were playing real life war games too, right? Yeah, I inadvertently got us into a Balkan crisis. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize that thing was wired to fucking NORAD. Uh, I want to say because you were saying, you know, we're not we're not always going to do big releases or whatever. Mm -hmm. It just really so it just so happens that this year in particular is like Pack. a banner year for video games. Like maybe yeah. one of the great years in the last decade. It's unbelievable. It's it's yeah, it's tricky. Man, I yeah, again, I I just I would like to have time to cover something classic or something smaller, or something indie, yeah. but it just We'll do that next of, month. That's the we'll, that we'll, we'll do that. We're going to mix it up. We're going to mix it up next month. And something you can play on PC and something you can play on other platforms. You've heard it here first. We're going to we're going to play pole position for the Atari. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to play something unfun. <laughs> I remember pole position being okay. Yeah, I think my mom likes pole position. Uh, all right, so we talk about some video games. <laughs> not just video games, or not just like the idea of talking about video games, but to actually talk about video games. I think people like us talking about the idea of it. <laughs> <laughs> the concept of video games? About yeah. scheduling? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'll put this question to the panel. What are you playing? Well, I kind of, I feel like my what am, what am I playing segment might merge a little bit with um, World Warrior because, like, did you made a sting for that, Apodoc? I heard the sting. Yeah, Sting's I did. Great. Like, uh, high quality. I, I, sting. Alex, Alex did, did the bulk of it. I sort of 
put it in order and was like, this is the vibe. And Alex well, executed it. Shout out to Alex, our engineer. It, it's hard for me to talk about gaming without talking about context. Okay. So, how, can, can I do this then? I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Can, can, we, can we start the discussion here? Because I know we're going to talk about it in depth, but we can get early impressions. Should we just talk about Final Fantasy 16 a little bit? We've a little all bit. played it. Yeah. Yes. All right, great. Yes. Well, let's start, let's start there. Because I've played slash watched the first two hours. Uh, I finally, I got back into town and I, I played a little bit last night. That said, I am really enjoying it so far. I should say that like on my morning walk, I listened to the triple click episode about Final Fantasy 16. So I'm I'm trying to lot to, which is a great pod, check it out. Yes. Uh, but I, I'm trying not to let their thoughts affect mine too much. Mm-hmm. Based off of my experience, things I really like, active time lore system. Which is you can get you know if you played the game you know what this is but it's 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 basically at any time you can pause uh, any any game action that's going on and it essentially brings up like a like a like a Microsoft Encarta uh, that just has like a visual representation of all these concepts and you can go uh, you can you know mouse over them and click them and it will give you an explanation of what's going on so like yeah. the name of a kingdom the name of a character mouse uh, the over? you know what's that mouse over. Whatever, like what, what? What's the term for moving a cursor over something with an analog stick? Nick's playing with a mouse and keyboard. He's, play, he's playing <laughs> highlight. Fine, you can highlight it. It's sort of like on if you watch anything ever on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm. It has like yeah. that that like parents mode where if you pause it, it tells you who's in the scene and where you know them from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like okay, good. Yeah. Oh, there's that's also, that guy from that thing. Yeah. <laughs> there's also a new thing because I I heard about this with Amazon and I was like I have to see this in person. I have to see it. Um, in what's their new one? Citadel, right? They're big. They're big high budget AAA oh, yeah. fucking thing. If you pull up. At the bottom of the screen, like more info, it will also let you buy the outfits you see on screen. Is that true? Yeah, I had to see it in person. I had, I had, to, I was like, "Holy shit, is this real?" And I went and watched Citadel. And like during the first scene, I pulled up the the bottom menu, and it was like, "Shop the dress." And I was like, "Fuck!" Wow, wow. I can't wait to dress like the Amazon hit Citadel. I wrote on an Amazon Prime pilot. Uh, years ago, Scab. Oh. that that did it <laughs> <laughs> earlier this morning. <laughs> uh, years ago, and this was a that it was it, Heather ex- like built around what you just said. Like the idea wasn't just that it was going to be. I'll, I'll I'll talk about it very circuitously, but it was was essentially going to function as an infomercial for like a comedy, but also an infomercial for products you could buy. And it was like the most dystopian thing I've ever had any sort of hand in. And I was like, all right, sure. But it would be, you know, like we'd like there'd be a character would be, you know, whatever, drinking a coconut water in the screen and it would have an integration for you to buy that coconut water. It was like that level of like, wow. like here's a like it's this is just an ad that's disguised as entertainment. I was thinking it was maybe going to be like all like Amazon Basics stuff. So it's like <laughs> stuff that you like could use, but it's like a shittier version of it. Well, there was shit like that, too. There was like also like, you know, whatever you could like, uh, hey, I can order this uh, this extension cord or or, or what yeah. have you. Very strange. <laughs> That's a really funny. Buy their underwear. Like, hi, I don't like, even see it. <laughs> product placement is to like walk through a set designed thing and be like, actually, we're going to bring this fan into the middle of the room and use a yellow extension cord. 
and be like, well, but I don't want that. No, no, no we're going to do that so that they could buy the extension cord yeah, for the yeah. fan. Yeah. Why not just have them buy the fan? Both. Both are for sale. They're both. They're both up for sale. And then also yeah. we're going to add a line where you say like, hey, don't trip over that extension cord. Like, uh, don't worry. It's yellow. We're I, gonna, I could, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to miss it. This person keeps their toothbrushes in the dining room. On the dining room table. Oh, really? that's weird. All right. Oh, yeah, all right. They need um, to be able to see them at all times. A lot of the action takes place in the dining room. And we got to know yeah. if they brush their teeth. Yeah. Look, yeah. we could be executives if we wanted to be. <laughs> it's not hard. No, Man, we could do it. We could be executives, we could be cops, we could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I was an executive, I would ruin the industry within six months. <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. It would be that the easiest be thing to do. Like if you walk, if you walked in with absolute confidence and yet also had the creativity of a writer, mm-hmm. you could like fucking destroy the system from the inside with like one bad idea. Like that's yeah. like really all it would take is like yeah. one like yeah. bad idea, one excellent yeah. bad idea. Like that Sony idea where you have to stand up and shout the name of the uh, product before the commercial can can end. Oh, yeah. Like that that's, was some that's some writer who has been cornered by the tech division and they're like, I, I don't know, maybe you have to you got to stand up and shout McDonald's. <laughs> if, uh, the, if you're if listener, if you don't know what we're talking about, there's a Sony, a famous Sony patent, which is for uh, a commercial detection apparatus for your television where you can skip a commercial by shouting the name of the product at the television. Maybe they patented it so nobody would ever do it. <laughs> An altruistic patent. Yeah, yeah just kind yeah, of sitting on it. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. I'd be all in on Sony then. Well, I want to talk a little about, or unless you were going to keep going, Nick. No, please. I want to hear your thoughts. Um, so my main thoughts are that the combos, so it's a great, great combat system. So far, super enjoyable. The layout in any of the layouts, like if you switch between controller schemes and you play any of these layouts, it, there are some baffling choices that prevent the execution of combos that are built into the system. Like there's a lot of Hmm. stuff where you have to be charging one button and like rapidly tapping another button in order to set up a specific chain. But both of those buttons in the default controller setting are face buttons. So unless you're holding the controller in your left hand and tapping with right with with your like index and middle finger, it's kind of impossible to execute those combos. But if you switch it so that you can so that you can charge those magic spells while also doing the the combo systems, then your icons are rotated to a different place. And it, it it's just a very strange, it feels like an excellent combat system, which for reasons I cannot fathom, have not properly been like tested. Like it's like if uh, yeah. it's it's like if you if you had Street Fighter 6 and like light and medium punch were on, you know, in their standard location on the face of your joystick. And then heavy punch was to the left of the joystick. 
like on the other side of mm-hmm. your so like in order to execute certain moves you'd have to switch hands to press heavier heavy punch or heavy kick so that's that's my only complaint about what has been a very delicious game that well speaking of delicious that and the fact that the food in Final Fantasy 15 is so much more beautiful than the food in Final Fantasy 16 mm, took a step backwards uh, really I did. will I, I think that I had the same issue with just the way the controller is mapped out. I I just kind of accepted like, okay, I'll get used to whatever the default is. This is this is a larger issue I have with they they just gotta have like some sort of conference and just the UN maybe has to get involved and decree that there has that buttons just have to correspond to a certain function across different character action games. Cause it's just too much to like the, to me the most disorienting thing is that R1 is essentially your dodge. And yeah. that is really fun. When you get a perfect dodge and then you can counter, that's a super satisfying like like rhythm to the game. I love that, but it just feels unnatural to use for me, av- having gotten so used to where dodge roll is on other games to be, like, be using R1 to dodge and then uh, like square to counter. Well, your second controller mapping resets dodge specifically to circle, which okay. is where it is in like Dark Souls and stuff. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll try that then. And the problem with that is that then your your action, I think, is triggers. So in order to charge your in order to charge magic, you have to be holding down the second trigger, what L2 or R2 in order to like, I wish you could just I wish that you, the player, could create a uh, a control scheme that then was mapped on all games for you. Like, oh, this is how I play. This is part of my online identity. It's part of my... So that, for example, the Fortnite controls, which I have become, you know, it, it's now part of my blood. Yeah. I could just map those on everything. And like weapon switching, if if it exists, would always be in the same place. Jump, always in the same place. Dash right. would always, always be, you know, push in the joystick Halo style. As opposed to in Breath of the Wild, where you gotta like fucking like move your thumb up to the top of the controller in order to dash. Maybe that's the ultimate solution. Some sort of profile system where yeah. just like when you log into your to your console, it just loads your profile of how you control games, and then you can just import that in anything, or it's just applied by default. Yeah, that it, might be the solution. It could be applied by default, and if the game had specific actions that weren't universal then it would give you the option of where to place those around your default control scheme. Because I right. always want jump to be X. I don't want it anywhere else on the controller. I I, I'm, I pretty yeah. much agree with that. The other thing that I have, and I run into this a lot when flipping between like Switch and PlayStation, is I got so used to confirm being where circle is uh, yeah. at AKA, which now I got to look at my fucking Switch controller. Is that the A button? That's the A button on yeah. Switch, right? Yeah. And and Sony at a certain point decided that that should be on X, which for me is unintuitive in a couple of ways. One, it's just like different than 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 what I get used to. But but two, it's like X and Circle have like Circle has like a like a an approve connotation to it, and X has like a no, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So it's like so symb- so uh, from from a symbology standpoint, it like confuses me. So yeah, I wish I could fl- I could just set that shit. Whatever, never gonna happen. No, we're still gonna be having this issue in 2035. Uh, yeah, uh, right on the heels of uh, PlayStation Seven. Um, 
I will we be in seven by then? Uh, still probably, probably, we'll, we'll be in six. I was reading recently that uh, they're predicting that the next cycle will be 2028. Uh, wow. So still still a, a ways to go. A longer, I think a longer console cycle than previous. Yeah. Well, that's in part because they couldn't get the fucking systems out. Yeah, because nobody has them three years in. That's still. true. That's uh, true. I, I've been playing this and something has happened to me. Um, I, You're glowing. I <laughs> oh my oh my god are you a dominant? I'm a dominant. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm I'm, I'm branded. Um, <laughs> uh, I love all the <laughs> I love all the stupid bullshit in this game <laughs> like like that like just like the lore stuff. I'm like yeah. Oh my fucking god, rules. I love it. It's just Again, it's, active time lore it's just delicious. Helps that so much. Yeah, people great. are are comparing it to Kingdom Hearts stuff. Yeah. And I'm like oh my god, Alpadaka must be just in his juice. <laughs> well. <laughs> The combat is also similar, like yeah. like that too. And there's like I've had to, I've messed with it. My if I had, I don't even know if I have a complaint necessarily. Uh, I have found the game to be pretty easy so far, and I know that there are charms that are you know rings that you can wear that sort of eliminate uh, some of the things you were speaking of. Like um, like there's a char, like there's a thing that you can wear that um, makes all combos and uh, other like. Um, actions like if you want to like act like activate the dog Torgal or something. Um, also Torgal, Turgal from Jedi Survivor. Uh, let's talk about it. Those names are pretty similar, mm. if you ask me. That's, anyway, that's, yeah, the, that's end the, the end of discussion. New name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the new name of this year. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a thing you can wear that if you're you're wearing it, all the combo actions and stuff are assigned to just the attack button, and so you just you just you could just mash square the whole time and right. activate your other abilities and stuff or send Torgal and like that. I was like, this is cool. I'd rather be sort of just doing it myself. So I took that one off and I took, mm-hmm. there's a couple other like easy mode rings that you can uh, wear. And I was just like, I'm just going to take this off. I've died one time in 20 mm-hmm. hours. There's, uh, there's 20 a, hours. Yes, wow. Yeah, I played 20 hours already. I just wow. got, I got to a, okay. I, I don't want to say where I got to, um, but um, there's a new game yeah. plus. Yeah. I'm that I hear that. is, is a real Royal good time. Yeah. Uh, Cause this, I mean, I know that this is, very different than other Final Fantasy games. I've not played very many, um, hmm. but I'm currently Final Fantasy pilled. I, um, nice. I, I, just to expand into the, you know, what else I'm playing. Um, I got the uh, Pixel remaster on Switch. Um, nice. And I was worried that, I had heard that they fixed a couple of things about it, you know, like the the font, namely, was like the main thing that people were not super happy with. I don't have a problem with this font now, because um, I've you you have the option of restoring the old font and like the old like scan line like screen. Sure. And I mm-hmm. activated those, and let me tell you something. They look like dog shit. They look so bad. Uh, like it looks, it, it doesn't look good on the, on the OLED. It's just a little too, mm. um, a little too old for such a nice uh, screen. Gotcha. Uh, so I, the HD graphics and the uh, wait, HD graphics, they're not even that. Um, they're just a little cleaner, I guess. Uh, and the 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 updated font that is more similar to the old font than it is uh, 
the original new font that they they picked um is good is good enough and look it's i'm playing final fantasy 3 and I'm about halfway through that one. Holy uh, shit! I, I, Simultaneously? I'm playing two. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, Final Fantasy 16 is my daytime game, and Final Fantasy 3 is my nighttime game because it's a lot less to do. It's a you know the whole world's on a single map. You're just <laughs> sort of you can right. you can walk you could walk around the entire map in a single go, um, and in like a minute, basically you can just go around it. <laughs> Uh, but I, and then, and there's some quality of life things in there that they've added that, uh, I'm particularly enjoying. Um, I'm not trying to have a hard time with this one. So I've, there's boosts that you can add. So you can get four times the amount of, uh, uh, EXP and, um, and gill, uh, per, um, fight. So I just have that on because I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to fly through these fuckers. I yeah. think that's like I think that's the way to experience yeah. it because otherwise it just gets so tedious grinding all those random encounters. Exactly. And I I'm having a blast. I love my team right now. This one introduces the job system so you can change jobs, but I haven't changed jobs because I haven't felt the need to because everybody's doing excellent work on my team. Uh my monk in particular is wrecking house. He's incredible. Um but I'm I'm I'm, I'm playing that and I mentioned Jedi Survivor a little bit ago, and I did finish it. And I got to say that I think when it gets to the end of the year and game of the year discussions are being had, I think it's a contender. And I think uh, it won't, it obviously, it's not going to win, but I don't want it to be left out of that conversation. I think it's an incredible, incredible video game. Wow. And they, uh, it's iterative of the, you know, of the first one, not unlike. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom to Breath of the Wild, but the combat late game it becomes like such it it becomes a different game once you have all the stances and all these like abilities unlocked. It is like it's like I don't know. There's like it's it's incredible. This year is mm. nuts for video games. They really I can't believe what they pulled off. What Respawn did with um with Jedi Survivor too. It's unreal. And the story is. The Jedi, the Jedi games are some of the best Star Wars stories in Star Wars. They're fucking great. Really, really well done. Well acted. The, the stakes are incredible. Uh, I Hats off to them. They, they fucking crushed it with that one. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wish that I did not bring... I, brought, I bought a physical copy of that game mm-hmm. and I didn't bring it with me. And... I wish I had. I wish I had. You got to get, once you get, I know you're going to love it. Once you get the fucking Kylo Ren stance. Yeah. yeah. You're just fucking people up with that. It, it's, <laughs> it, it's heavy and it takes, it ta- it has a rhythm to it because you can't just swing it at all times. It's like a mm. slow sort of swing. Man. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's so good. Kylo wrecked house. He, oh. I hope he's in the new movie. He well, he famously died. Uh, yeah. yeah, but so, so did you know Alec Guinness and I mean Obi Wan died and he just shows up in the next movie. The thing that here's here's something that I've been thinking about with Star Wars, not to get us too far in. <laughs> it sounds like every single person that worked on these movies fucking hated it. Like they hated it so much. <laughs> like you ask Oscar Isaac if he returns, if he would return, and he doesn't even think about it for one second. He's just like, nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm done. 
yeah. nine was nine was so rough. Yeah. Rise of yeah. Skywalker was rough. Uh, I, I am going to, I, I have a couple more things to say about Final Fantasy 16. Great. Just real quick. One, uh, Kazuya Takahashi did the character design. I do really, th- I do really like the character designs in this game. They look really I, cool. I, I, yep, I like nice. it. I know it's like very, it's a little more regal and austere than I normally like. I don't respond to the high fantasy stuff. Even though I like high fantasy a lot, it's just mm-hmm. like what I like in a Final Fantasy is usually when it's a little bit more, uh, you know, steampunky or, yeah. or, or cyberpunky. They don't usually and say fuck in these games either, do they? They no, don't usually they do say not. fuck. They say fuck or a cock. lot in this one. Yeah. They do. They bust they out do. a cock pretty early on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, I don't know the which point in... can suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ifrid. <laughs> so they, I feel like they tested that water on uh on that what was that one? The Final Fantasy Paradise Origins. Oh, Strangers of Paradise. There it yeah. is. Pa- Strangers of Paradise is where they were like they were like sticking their toe in that water and being like, what if Final Fantasy characters said fuck? And they said it so much. I don't give a fuck fuck who you are yeah like, yeah and they were like it's okay the, roll it back roll it back a yeah. little bit like and say it while running from something <laughs> fuck it's they they do that in logan too a movie i like but it's like you know when when wolverine and uh and professor x are just saying like fuck just constantly it's like at a certain point this is just a distraction yeah like you have the leeway because you have the r rating but dial it back a little bit fuck charles uh, <laughs> <laughs> So the, I don't know what point in the Final Fantasy lore, at which point in the series, uh, the enemy, one of my favorite enemies, the Marlboro, became the Molebro. But that's like a thing, like it's it's happened now. Like the you know the the, the enemy that casts that that has it's it's like this gigantic like kraken like abomination uh, that that blasts out bad breath is its big attack. But now it's called a Molebro. Mm-hmm. Maybe that happened in fifteen or thirteen or something like that. But. I do kind of miss Marlboro, though I understand the the reason for the change, obviously. Well, I thought uh, that it was called a Marlboro because it, it, cigarettes gave you bad breath. That That's what it was, I think. And then they changed it to Marlboro. They're like, nobody mm. smokes anymore. Nobody smokes Nobody anymore, and also it. this is a this is a, a an insane copyright infringement. <laughs> like we can't do this. How have we not been sued? Through? I feel like you used to be able to maybe get away with stuff like that, or like it's yeah, on yeah. the cart. We can't patch yeah. it out. It's on the cart. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I I have some. I, I, I we want to touch on Diablo Four a little bit too because I played some more oh, since yes. the last time we sure. recorded. Uh, I did roll a new character. I rolled a rogue. And I played a little bit with the rogue. There's a thing it lets you do in on your second playthrough, which is skip the campaign, uh, which I checked just to be like, all right, yeah, I can just skip the campaign and go straight to the open world. And I kind of regret that because mm-hmm. I do think the campaign is pretty engaging. And although there are a lot of cutscenes, I'd almost rather like just sort of speed through the cutscenes and still experience them than just go straight to the open world, which... You know, it's a, it's a challenge to make these games endlessly replayable, and and you know, I think they've done they did they did a really good job with the launch of this game. I'm I'm sure a lot of of new content will be coming. Uh, a lot of new content is is has already been promised that will that will fix this. But it, the open world feels a little bit barren if you just jump into it without the context of the narrative. So I I kind of regret that. Uh, the other thing that that I I was kind of I was looking forward to. I was just sort of like rolling through Diablo four, yeah. like on the 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 level the the world tier two uh, mm-hmm. difficulty, and then once you do that, then you then you have to go to a, a specific dungeon to unlock nightmare difficulty, which I was like, great, now I can have like a little bit of a challenge here. 
but you can't use nightmare difficulty on your character until you hit level 50. And so my new character, I was looking forward to like having like playing in a more challenging difficulty, but it's not available to you. And so I was reading some guides and they're basically like, yeah, you might as well just go down to, to, you know, tier one difficulty and just blaze through things as quickly as possible. So you can get to level 50 to experience that. And it just kind of felt like something of a grind. So mm. I might be taking a break from this game, which is fine. I yeah. got a lot of enjoyment out of it. I got, you know, 30 plus hours of enjoyment out of this game. It's really well made. It was really it's really satisfying. But I might take a little bit of time before I come back to it and and play another character all the way. Through. Yeah, I just finished Act 3 of Diablo 4, actually. So I'm like, I'm slowly wow. chipping away at it, but I'm not in a rush. Because, I mean, it sounds like it's like, you know, you can just play it forever if, if, yeah. if that's how it's designed. Uh, so I'm not in a rush to... Um, to finish it yet. Um, but I'm gonna get back in there because I do miss my sorcerer. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I was having a lot of fun with the rogue. The rogue is very active, and you know the character I played before that, the necromancer, super duper active. Lots to do. It's a, it's a very fun gameplay loop. I just might be taking a little breather. All right, uh, Heather, did you did, did you had something else? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about my international experience here in, as the uh, world warrior in Amsterdam. Wow. Um, couple of things. One, I texted you guys this because I was stunned. You can go into a store here and there are just stacks of PlayStation 5, both models. Wild stacks. Like totally wild. Like it's a fucking Nintendo Wii in late in the Wii life cycle. Like it's crazy (laughs) to me that you can just like walk in and be like, well, I guess I'm going to get a PlayStation five today. Yeah. Um, that is not the case in the United States. Uh, the trade-off is that (laughs) here in Amsterdam, you're, I I've learned how secondary the European market is. And this is anecdotal, but a game like Fortnite, an international super hit, right? The, um, Hours for maintenance are scheduled during prime playing hours here in Amsterdam, oh. whereas in, uh, in New York or California, uh, they're scheduled for the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's one of those ways in which like the game companies just sh- throw like a little bit of shade at uh, at Europe as a mm-hmm. market, which is uh, crazy because like. It's a big, it's a big fucking game. I guess it's a, it's a North American game, so of course, but like still, it's. I can't imagine that Grand Theft Auto, which is technically a European game, is. I mean, I guess not anymore. It's Brexit, right? So isn't it like a British game now? I don't know the That's rules. Weird. Um, that shit works. That's Prince Andrew. I know. I know. I support it, but I don't know beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was uh, that was a. Uh, a surprise. Finally, um, I went to Amsterdam's only retro game store, which I don't think I've talked about on the show. Correct? No, I don't think I have. I don't think no. so. Um, it's a store. So in LA, and I know that this is also like there's retro game stores. Like I stopped at one in Portland. I stopped at one in Seattle. Like there's tons of retro game stores in the United States. Here in Amsterdam, one retro game store. It is down an alley. The sign on the on the on the window is cardboard with like writing on the cardboard. And the store is called Game Over question mark. And you go in and it is like Akihabara adjacent density. 
you you there are two aisles. They are shoulder width like across and mm-hmm. that and all of your games are just stacked and stacked and stacked like a like a hoarder's apartment almost mm, sure yeah uh, without uh, you know without any judgment i guess it just i'm i'm trying to convey that density and i don't know yeah. like a library but but more packed um but they had an incredible selection of games that i realized i would not buy because they were all pal versions and i was like well sure would suck to get like a pal you know, pal version of any of this stuff is kind of a dead right. end yeah. per, uh, purchase um but it was pretty neat to go in that store um i have plans to uh there's a video no a, a home computer museum uh a couple hours outside of amsterdam that i plan to take the train to and then also um that rocks yeah doesn't that fucking rock yeah <laughs> Like a home home computer museum. Um, oh, that's awesome. That's fucking great. Yeah. You could take the train there and back? Yeah. Oh, awesome. right. This is Nick's best day. <laughs> <laughs> Took the train to the computer museum. <laughs> they put uh, you behind I- a case. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Nick has arrived. Yes. <laughs> finally, Let's the final piece. <laughs> he belongs um, in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also gonna. There's a, apparently an arcade here now in Amsterdam oh. uh, that I plan a, to take a visit out. And then I also, you know, I've I've uh, received a lot of DMs and like um, leads on people who might want to you know, be featured on the show and I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. It's been, it's been a lot to uh, set up my life here and then uh, answer all that stuff. But I promise if you're a listener, then no, I'm getting to it. I promise. We'll get to it. We'll get to Calm it. Calm down. You know what else we should get to is the meat of the episode. That's right. You know, we we should get to uh, what we're talking about today, which we thought because Final Fantasy is so back in the zeitgeist and 16, everyone's like, well, it's a high, I have I love it. I hate it. I think it's the best one. I think it's the worst one. Where does it rank in the hierarchy? Well, we can't determine that, but we can determine the hierarchy itself. It's another edition of Tears of the Kingdom, T-I-E-R-S. For Final Fantasy. That's right. We're going to do tier rankings of the mainline entries. I think we just have to do mainline. I don't think we can do everything else. Now, now, do we want to do like the, you know, the three remake? Do we want to do, you know, X2 uh, slash 10-2, however you say it? Do we want to talk about the Final Fantasy VII uh, a remake? You know, I don't know. I, about, maybe we'll get to that. What about Dirge of Cerberus? I don't think we can do Dirge of Cerberus. <laughs> I mean, just want to give it a tier. Just give it a tier. Nobody list does we'll just, stupid we'll shit on. like Final Fantasy. That rules. <laughs> Stranger of Paradise. Just give it a ranking. We'll put. We'll. Oh yeah. We'll did a, a tier of Cerberus is a, is is C tier. All right. Let's move on. But, uh, okay. What so, about wait? What about the dirge of Cerberus lost episode, which was only available on mobile phones? Uh, S tier. <laughs> That's S. <laughs> Easiest S tier of my life. Okay. So let's 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 just get into it's it. Mid now. Best. Damn it, Donald. I can't believe it. This is more fraudulent than the 2016 election. (laughs) What about, okay. (laughs) Legitimately, though, like, what about, like, Crisis Core? 
yeah, I mean, this is the the. Well, let's just get into it. Let's just okay. start going in chronological order, and anything anyone wants to shout out, we'll definitely do the main line. If we want to throw in some other ones, that's okay. fine. Okay. Uh, but you know, well, well, so we don't have all the time in the world. Okay. All right. First up, the game that started it all, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy One, as it is now known, but back then it was just Final Fantasy, so named, uh, because there was the thought of it being. The the end of Hironobu Sakaguchi's career. That is just like, hey, this is my swan song. Here's my Final Fantasy, and then we're done. No, that didn't. Uh, lo and that behold, didn't happen until are. Spirits Within. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy was originally released in Japan in 1987, in North America in 1990, and in uh, uh, the PAL market in 2003. <laughs> Isn't that wild? How yeah. like how just even the first thing that that there was a three year gap before it came out in for the Famicom and then released for the NES was localized. Yeah. And I think there was thoughts of like, are we even going to bother to because, you know, they did localized. I think what I think they I can't remember what happened first, but I think Dragon Quest was localized as Dragon Warrior and that yeah. sold better than they expected. And so that that's when they started like the Nintendo was like, OK, let's let's publish some more uh Let's port some more RPGs. Yep. Uh, I I have a lot of fa- uh, fondness for this game. I do kind of feel like it's the game that that made me, you know, that I got in on the ground floor with this franchise, and it's what made me be fascinated by Final Fantasy and want to play all of them. Um, and uh, and I think that it's aged okay. You know, if you play like one of the remakes, it's. F- pretty good for an 80s rpg i certainly compare it to like a, hey compared to dragon quest one i think it's a lot more robust and playable than dragon quest one and that, that you can create your party uh and that it's got some of the elements that kind of uh persist throughout the franchise like the you know the 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 uh things like a submarine and an airship um uh, all of the uh a character i think sid is present i'm pretty sure sid is present in final fantasy one like a lot of that stuff is is seated i think that it's a and it certainly like hit really well in the you know the 80s and 90s so i think this one i i don't think it should be below a c tier even though it's very dated i was thinking it's a solid b solid b tier for the exact reasons that i could boost it in a b tier like C plus tier. Well, all right, fuck it. B plus tier. Okay, well, here's no, the thing. C, C plus. C plus. Not B plus. I was downgrading it. C plus. I can I think okay. I can I can rock with C plus. Here's here I should have I should have said this. The tier list that I'm looking at right, right here has uh S, A, B, C one, and C two. D can you, and E. Can you screen share this bad boy? Yeah, I'll screen share. Is that a possibility? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, well this might make our lives easier. Here we go. And I, I, I added a tier down here that has them just in order because the icons are really small and some of the things like it's like it has all the uh, spinoffs here and stuff. But I was like, there's too Jesus many. Jesus Christ. There's too yeah, many there's to too get through. Uh, I have Dirge. Dirge one through uh, one through 15 here uh, and then maybe a couple extra selections if if so, you know, if they apply. Can you can you delete the C two tier? I feel like this is gonna just confuse delete me. Delete the C two tier. Yeah, maybe click, click that little gear. Okay. Delete that row and then All relabel right. C one just C. Okay. I think you have to click. The, there we go. All right, so we're sitting pretty. So we have okay, S so, A B C D and can we change E to F? Yeah, I'll right, do one better. 
double F tier. No. <laughs> Great. Not confusing. Not, not confusing at all. Oh, get out of there. FF. FF tier for the worst. <laughs> uh, let's slot Final Fantasy 1 into C tier and, and keep moving. Okay. That's, that sounds good to me. All right. Because I think, I think then... I can make. I think we can make a case for Final Fantasy two being in B tier then, uh, because I think. Wait, Final Fantasy two? I think so. I I strong. I mean, I completely disagree. I've only played it on emulator, uh, but my experience with that in an emulator is that it's a pretty broken game. Really? Because I. I mean, I guess I played. My experience with these first few uh, is in the. Um, uh, the Game Boy Advance version, Dawn of Souls. So it has one and mm. two on the cartridge. I played through two, and I really liked two. I don't know if I liked mm. one more, but uh, I remember playing through two quite a bit and, and, and Here, enjoying it. Here's my issue with two. Okay. It doesn't have an experience system. Mm. It's instead got like you just, you know, it's 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 a it's a, arguably a more modern RPG system where you use a skill over and over again, you get better at it. But because it's such an early version of that, it's completely broken I see. where you can just make the game completely unbalanced depending on how you play it. I don't know. I mean, it could be in C. Unless you think I, it's worse than that, unless I, either- I, I I do not like it as much as Final Fantasy One, but also I, I, Final Fantasy Two was not localized for NES, so I only played it later. Uh, I don't have the same nostalgia for it, so maybe it is just as good. But I I don't know. I think it's I think it's more of a D tier. D tier. But if it's if if we're going if if I'm saying it's a D or a C, mm-hmm. and you're saying it's a D, and Matt's saying it's a B, then I think it's a C. All right, see it. Put it in the C tier. That's. Wow. And see, that's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Donald, if you're going to argue all day, we'll never get through this. All right, moving on. (laughs) I can't even think of one. (laughs) It's just so funny. I just enjoy it. I like, can we put one on instead? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Final Fantasy 3. I think is better than one and two. Um, and I know that that game didn't come out stateside for like a long time. Mm-hmm. My experience with it for the first time was with the DS version, which is yep. a 3D remake of it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Completely. And, and that's what that's what I wanted to talk about, yeah. because that's the version I know. Yeah. And that's its own thing. Like it's, 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 you know, again, it's 3d, it's got a 3d engine. It's, it's, uh, it has cut scenes that are more cinematic than you would get from a, yeah. uh, like a top, a sort of top down isometric final fantasy. So like it, it feels completely different. Are we evaluating that version or are we, are we folding them into each other? I think, well, here's the thing. I've only played through some of final fantasy three, uh, the original, and I'm really, really loving it. So I could evaluate mm. that, but if we want to say that Final Fantasy three for our ranking is the three is is the DS version, that's fine. It's not. What, I think we I think we evaluate them both okay. because I think that that tracks with all of our experience. I I want to say why don't we just shift that one up to B tier, and then I have a feeling we might be doing a little scrunching a little bit later. We might be moving some things, just shifting everything yeah, down a little bit. Because we'll get to one later and be like, well, it's not as good as this, right? Maybe yeah. you have to okay. put this one there and then bump up okay. Final Fantasy three, you know, or down even. Who who could say, you know? Um, I'd put I'd put three on C tier. You put three on C tier as well. I think these I think these early ones are 
really good games for their time. Uh, but ultimately, none of them are, say, Super Mario Brothers. You know, like none of them are great going point. are, are like a great way to think about it. Holy shit. This game is still people are rounding up at a party to play it on a fucking on a, on a screen. And I think that what these games sort of represent to me are are like potential. And mm, if, you, yeah. if you put them at a C, you have everywhere to go. And I, and I don't think any of these are bad. C is a is a is an average passing grade. It's a good grade. You're not tell failing. that to my parents. <laughs> anyway, that's a that's a really good point, Heather. These these are more all of these the eight bit Final Fantasies are more prototypes. Yeah, and and four, which is the next one, is when the series really comes into its own. Uh, and that's the first one I think that probably holds up. In contemporary terms, I'm fine to put I, it. I in think, C. Yeah, let's 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 put it in C. I'm fine to put it in C, but just so everybody knows, I'm putting it before Final Fantasy one and two. Okay, okay. great. So that's at the top of the C. Stack. Yes. All right. Final Fantasy four released as Final Fantasy two on Super Nintendo. That's the version that I played and that absolutely blew my mind. Uh, look, I played PC RPGs and, you know, I played like the Might and Magic franchise and the Wizardry franchise. And, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd gotten to use, used to a lot of those conventions. Those games had were technically more advanced, uh, but they did not have the JRPG storytelling, mm -hmm. which was obviously a presence in the Dragon Quest games as well that were localized for NES, although the Super Famicom ones were never localized. Uh, so, But Final Fantasy IV, I think, was like the first version of that that you were encountering uh, in, in, in the West. I think this is an A-tier JRPG. Wow. I, I mean, that's where I'd put it. I think that because I think the, that the games that follow are better, but I do think this is a really... A great, you know, a great early iteration, like baseline of this is the world sprawling epic narrative yeah. uh, with a bunch of well-drawn characters that are your party members. What I understand about the franchise, I feel like people say um, that at when it, when we get to Final Fantasy IV, that's when like the shift happens. Kind of, they start yeah. building to the Final Fantasy that we all know today as like, yeah. you know, as Final Fantasy. So I'm That's happy to put it in an A. I, I'd put it in A or B. Let's put it in A and if it, we have to dip it down, maybe all we right. have to dip it down a little bit. Yeah, we might all do right. some dipping. Okay. All right, Final Fantasy V. Uh, this is another one that, this one was not localized. They final, they localized Final Fantasy Two at least in Super Nintendo, they 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 did Final Fantasy four as two, Final Fantasy six as three, which made shit extremely confusing for about twenty years, uh, and then uh, but Final Fantasy five remained on the Super Famicom. So this again was one I played on emulator later. I really enjoy this game. It's got a job system, which is yeah. really cool. I actually think like the gameplay is probably the best of any of the the Super uh, Famicom era, era Final Fantasies. It's just the story is a little bit more inert, mm -hmm. and it's it's just the 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 you know the the core characters are a little less because you're customizing them and you're changing you know whatever like like you're altering them so much. I feel like they're just a little bit less fully realized. So to me, this one's a B tier, but it is a cool game. Well, you you do get um, names like King Tycoon and mm -hmm. X Death 
in uh in Final Fantasy V. That's That's a good point. That's worth something. I mean It's not nothing. <laughs> it's not nothing. I mean, considering like before it's like Cecil, you know, like mm-hmm. Na- Kane names of, Kane of is people. Cool. But then like suddenly you're playing against How many people like, do you know named Kane? I know one. There was a there was a Fuso Ra, I think that was his name, or Fuso Ya in uh what the hell is that guy's name? In in Final Fantasy Four. Well, it's not the name ranking. Yeah, we're not ranking names here. That's a different podcast. <laughs> we'll, well do it, but we're not doing it today. Okay. So A it's or a B? B. 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 I say B. I'm not trying to steamroll people here. No, no, no. If we, if we disagree, I'm B. just that's where I'd put it. I haven't played that one, so I I, I defer to you too. Uh, it's cool. One. It's like you could, you know, like again, like you could, you could be a fucking class change to a time mage. Like that yeah. sort of uh, shit is cool. I'm working my way like, toward it. I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Where now, was I going? So now we're, we're gonna go? now we're in a difficult place. Oh, six. Yes. Because all of the rest of the games are S tier. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're gonna, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> when I look at these games, I'm like, no, that one's no, yes, that one, per- perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, Final Fantasy VI is S tier. Yeah, I think that's a, that. That's honestly the easiest S tier of this entire exercise for me. No, I, I it have, is for me. I have another one that is absolutely easy. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. I I don't know of a game where I have played the opening three or four hours more than mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VI because sometimes when I'm not feeling great, I'll be like, "Well, let's play Final Fantasy VI." Yeah. And and truth be told, I didn't play it at the time. You know, I didn't have a Super Nintendo, so I don't know when I came to Final Fantasy then three now six. Um, I know I have my cartridge, like I have my Super NES cartridge, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I got it in, like, did I get it after college? Like, I don't know when the fuck I got it, but man, that game is beautiful. It has an incredible soundtrack. Uh, I bought the Final Fantasy VI orchestral suite or whatever the fuck it was called in like the year 2000 mm-hmm. and have been falling asleep to it for 20 fucking years. Wow. Like, it's a great goddamn game. And it's the last of the 2D Final Fantasies, correct? Yeah. Like it's, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's the perfection of that formula. I mean... I played this game at, at the time. I played this game when it was released. Uh, I, I returned to it several times. Uh, I think played through it three times. I I really, you know, like everything you're saying, aesthetically, it's great. It's the best, best character design. It has the best story. It has moments of like storytelling that are just like, that are completely divorced from combat. Like infamously, like the opera scene is just like so, like that's just such a cool thing that it's comparable to the trial in Chrono Trigger. It's just like, wow, you could do this with a game. Um, and uh, and and that lo- that bit of innovation, I think really puts it over the top over the other Super, uh, super Famicom era Final Fantasies. It, it's it's also just like the most refined version of that combat system, and we can spoil it now because it's like thirty years old. But like the world of ruin 
is such an unbelievable plot twist. Like I think for any kind of media, just like the idea of, of taking that huge fucking swing mm-hmm. of just, you know what? The rest of this game is going to take place in the end of Evangelion. Yeah. It's just like fucking, <laughs> that's wild. That's a wild thing to do. And it, and it rocks. Yep. Yep. It's a fucking S tier game, man. All right. Great. God, that's that just the opening, like you, the little mechs go out on the, on that bridge of ice or that cliff mm-hmm. of ice. And they're looking out and it's like, all right, let's head out. And then that music kicks in and you're just watching them walk through the ice. So fucking good. Also the um, mode seven scaling. So oh, it like yeah. feels like you're moving through. It's so good. It's great. Well, I think that was some of that was present in, in four when you get the airship. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, it's not, uh, it's not the first time. Like I think secret of mana uses mode seven to fly around. Yeah. But artistically, you were right. As, a, as an artistic use of that technology, yeah. it's fucking, it hits so hard. Yeah. yeah. Great game. All right. Final Fantasy VII. I think a lot of people would put this in S tier. Um, Nick's and... not going to? <laughs> no, I think I think this absolutely belongs in S tier. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, I, I uh, you know, is it my favorite of the PlayStation Final Fantasies is the question. It's obviously the one that has the longest legacy, that has the most fandom. But well, I do think it's a great game. It's it's a great game. I think Final Fantasy VIII is the is the and I'm going to say a really controversial, huge, heavy take here. Mm-hmm. I think Final Fantasy VIII is the game they were trying to make with seven. Hell yeah! And I think that the. I think that the different like I think that the conceit of having these, uh, you know, super deformed is the the name of the style. It's not the not, not how I would you, those are words that I wish I didn't have to say to describe the style. But that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Um, these super deformed versions, these chibi versions of the uh, character uh interacting in the in the the space and then there's like three versions of the character designs in Final Fantasy 7. There's the map version, the interactive cutscene version and then the regular cutscene version. And I think that in Final Fantasy 8 it was like, no, one version effectively across all of those things. Squall always looks like a, like a, like a high school student to the best of our rendering ability. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, he doesn't change shape and his shoulders don't get crunched when he like exits uh, a, a cut scene and like begins to be playable again. So I think that Final Fantasy VIII is the game that, that Final Fantasy VII was aiming at. Which is interesting to consider. I mean, I think that's cert- I, I think that's certainly 
Emily possible from a tactical standpoint. I, I think that yes, you are right. It is a thing when you pop between you pop out to like Chibi Cloud, and sometimes Chibi Cloud will be like in a cut scene, and that's yeah. jarring too. Yep. Yep. A lot of that I think was just them figuring out how to do a 3D Final Fantasy. That said, some of the decisions they made, like using the PlayStation era technology, deciding to like okay, from an art direction standpoint, we're going to use pre-rendered cut scene, or I'm sorry, pre-rendered cut scenes, yes, but pre-rendered backgrounds. And fixed cameras with with, you know, 3D character models moving within those like that makes it look so much better than it would have if they tried to do a fully 3D environment with that level of polygon pushing. So I think that was like, you know, that was really a a, a clever solution that obviously a lot of other games did uh, that they retained for seven, eight and nine. Uh, I mean, I think the music's great. I think it has an one of the top 10 all time plot twist in gaming. And it is, and it sticks the landing. Uh, yeah, I think this is an S tier. Uh, Matt, do you have any any other thoughts on seven? I just remember my uncle playing this game when I was a little kid, uh-huh. and I didn't have like the language to uh, like describe why I was bored by what he was doing. So I would, and I like, <laughs> and I would forget what it was called. So I would call it the boring game. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Do we want to put it ahead of Final Fantasy seven? But then also, then where does six go in relation Wait. to? Let's let's not worry about okay. that right now because that's going to be a whole thing. Okay. But I, the, yeah, I I like six more, but let's not worry okay. about that. I thought now, we were talking about seven. We were talking about seven. Okay, because Matt just yeah. put eight up on the S tier. Yeah, very bold stroke to take oh, eight. All I the thought way we were talking. I thought we were talking about eight. <laughs> no, no. We'd been talking about seven, oh. but we'll, we can move on to eight. Okay, seven stays in S tier. I think eight. T- I Wait, think can eight I, joins can I say, it honestly. Can I say yeah. one thing? Which is Please. that one of my uh, most treasured things in my whole is uh, <laughs> I have a pre-order poster that is made out of translucent uh, cardboard, translucent paper. I don't know what the fuck. It, it's translucent media. So mm-hmm. it could be put in a light box in a store window. And lit oh. from behind. And it is my Final Fantasy VII pre-order poster. And like having that poster and like Cloud with the sword looking up at Midgar and people not knowing what it was that they were pre-ordering. I mean, the, the demo had come out and like there was this, you know, the the vague sort of pop culture enthusiasm was starting to like crescendo. But mm-hmm. like still that poster to me is like, it's like the Star Wars teaser poster. It's like, yeah. This is going to be 20 plus years, 25 years of media is going to come out of this game. So and and such a consequential game in terms of gaming history. Yeah, like 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 obviously the migration of, of Square and ultimately Square Enix from away from Nintendo, you know, to to Sony shifts the console yep. wars so much. I mean, such a system seller. I bought a fucking PlayStation one. Uh, a thing I did not expect myself to do because of Final Fantasy seven and Resident Evil. So, yep. Uh, all right. Final Fantasy eight. Look, I maybe Heather people might be mad at us. I like eight more than seven. I have such a fondness for this game. I think that the 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 combat system is maybe not as great, and it's maybe a little narratively uneven. But I just find it so uh, like I, I find the world so appealing, and despite its flaws, I just have such affection for this game. I I would say that my my love for eight is 
colored by nostalgia, sure. Mm-hmm. But then I remember things like, oh yeah, they go to space. Yes. They go to space in this game. They go game. to space. Like that you you fly around <laughs> in your school building and then they go to space because monsters if you read the fu- like there's like a full wikipedia on the on the like school computer systems and if you read that you know that they think the monsters are coming from the moon so when the game's like we got to go to space you're like ah fuck yeah i read the i read the supplementary material cuz i was a good student <laughs> and I studied. I studied for my test that you have to take like within the first 20 minutes of the game. It also has, and this is nothing to shake a fucking stick at. It has triple triad, which al- yes. also on its own is a fully fucking great game. So right. eight goes in the S tier. Yeah, I think so. I it think also it has Fisherman's Horizon, there. one of the best tracks ever wow. made in these classic uh yeah all right that track along with the Balam garden theme it's like to me those two in of themselves but the 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 track the 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 soundtrack holistically is like one of uematsu's best it yeah. might be my favorite final fantasy score i i i think this game is great people are gonna be mad at us but it's fine that's tier all right final fantasy nine hell yeah a lot of people thought there was a bit of a backlash to eight and nine, they went in a more, you know, sort of like, it's kind of honestly kind of akin to 16 of just like, a, it's a little bit more of a traditional high fantasy sort of feel to it. It's my least favorite of the PlayStation Whoa. Final Fantasies, but I still think it's awesome. Uh, nine is, when I was playing nine, all mm-hmm. the way up until the end, I was like, this is my favorite Final Fantasy game. This is it. This one, it knocks all the others down a tier. And then the ending wasn't satisfying to me. Not a great ending. And no. I was like, oh, but in the last game, like Squall was in like a a, a liminal space mm-hmm. and had to remember his friends as like triumphant orchestral like music played. And then like you saw st- like he couldn't remember his faces. And then and then eyes on me st- starts screaming out over your speakers and it's all mo-capped and it's incredible. And then this one, I think it's just like she runs down a flight of stairs and says, I love you. Fucking. Yeah, it's it's a little. And also, I feel like Vivi, the black mage character. Vivi fucking rules. Vivi rules. It's such a great character design. Cool character. But it feels like it's. I, I don't know. It, it feels like they 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 weren't willing to <clears throat> commit to the tragedy that that character's existence implies. Uh, in the in the 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 end game. That said, that that's not the only issue I have with it. I do think it's really it's really good, but I just found it's like by this point I felt like the formula had been perhaps a little bit exhausted, uh, and yeah, I think pacing wise, I just I w- I was just less engaged by this game. But also maybe it's when it hit me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, but the fucking music is so good. Nine is such incredible another great score. Fucking music. Am I? I mean, no. It's an S. It's an S game. It's S. Yeah, put an S tier. Let me wait. Let's not fuck around. (laughs) (laughs) It's still S tier. That's amazing. Great. Uh, I haven't played that one, but uh, I'm excited to to get to it. All right. Here comes a hot a hot take. Final Fantasy X B tier. How dare you? B tier. 
Here's why. It, it's gonna, Don't make me yeah. laugh like Titus. <laughs> that's why. That is exclusively why. That's exclusively why. And not that scene, but the production value of the dubbing of this game, the game is like, they fucking shout from the rooftops, here it is, a voice acted Final Fantasy game. And it, for me, ruined my ability to enjoy the game because the the direction and the production values of that of that it, it sucks it's fucking terrible <laughs> it's awful I, um it doesn't bump me as much Oof. as it bumps you partly because you're sick fuck I'm a sick fuck. <laughs> no, I was just, I think that era had so much bad voice acting sure. that it was not like anywhere near the most egregious example. So I just kind of took it in stride. And some of it is okay. Some of it is embarrassing. A lot of it, I think, just came from the way it was produced and the actors not having a lot of context for what they were doing uh, based off some of this, some of what I read about this game. I'll say uh, character designs, I think, are great. I think this is like the best, These this is like the best looking party I think of any of these, any Final Fantasy game. I just think like like the 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 array of different looks that we have uh, are just so fucking good. Uh, I really like. I, I mean, I, I enjoy the gameplay. I don't love Blitzball, but I think the idea of sin as just like an entity and as like a thing that's giving this game narrative thrust is like fucking fascinating. And it's a legit such a moment anytime Sin shows up, uh, and uh, and Rex House. To me, this is an S tier game, and this is at times this has been, uh, you know, people made fun of me for this, but at times this has been my favorite Final Fantasy. Uh, I think maybe Heather, we meet in the middle, and we put this in A tier for now. Okay, I I could make a case maybe for A two. I've played a good chunk of Final Fantasy ten. I borrowed it from my uncle because I, and I played it probably after. I had played the first Kingdom Hearts, so I just have like a different familiarity with the characters because a few of them yeah. are in it a little more. Um, and I remember getting to the Blitzball section and just being at an age where I was like, "This is kind of cool." <laughs> like, I, 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 I was like, probably like the one of the I, I was the exact age to think what they did with that was a good idea. Uh, maybe in hindsight, it, it, it's not good, but um, I didn't have a problem with it when I originally played it. It's a little clunky. I don't love mm -hmm. it, but I do love the world. I do love like kind of I do honestly love it just being like a uh, what's it like Scarif from Rogue mm -hmm. One, like a beachy sort of environ is just such a cool place to set something that's that's kind of that's the that's that's fantasy. Mm -hmm. And then also and, and unexpected. I, and I like the sphere grid system. Yeah, sphere grid is fun. Let's put it a tier. We can adjust. Yeah, OK. What do we think? Are we doing Final Fantasy X-2? Uh, I think we skip we it. We skip it. Okay. I don't know. We could. I don't know. It's. I, I, I like that it exists. It's the first direct sequel to one of these. I, I don't think it's above a B tier. Because some of these other games have sequels too. Like there's like a couple of different Final Fantasy thirteen. I think, sequels. And some of them have expansions, so I wasn't sure. I didn't want to include expansions, right? Because that's like its own thing. Let's yeah, let's stick with mainline okay. games. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, Final Fantasy Eleven. Uh, I didn't play Eleven. All right. Uh, here's here's some reasons why Eleven is S tier. Wow. Um, one, 
it is uh, the first massively multiplayer perpetual Final Fantasy XI, okay? But you might be thinking to yourself, well, just because it's the first doesn't mean that it's good. Counterpoint, this game is still online 20 fucking years later. You can still <laughs> play Final Fantasy XI. And I, I want to share, because the, um, I believe the website needs to be accessible from inside the game. So the website, which has, I've just put it in our chat, like our, uh, our um, text chat. The website has dates that are seemingly visually in conflict with the design of the website, which is fully buried in 2003 web design. Oh man, yeah, this is Angel Fire shit. So that you, ha- so that you can access it within the game. But the dates on the game are like, hey, the the, the new uh, Hot Vanadil Knights campaign is is launching on June 28th, 2023. They're still fucking providing content to this game. Like this is I, nuts. I played I played more Is this official? Sorry, is this official support or is this fan support? No, this is official support. Wow. Um I played I think I spent Oh God, I I wish I remember the amount of time. I think I spent five real world months in Final Fantasy XI, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is when you consider that I was playing for like two hours a day. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. That five months of my life are memories of a virtual space. That's a lot. Yes, that's a lot. That is a lot. Um, It's kind of like more than a lot. It I, both sounds like a lot and is a lot. I, 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 I was living in Amsterdam when this game came out and I imported because like who the fuck knew when it was going to. So I brought I imported a PlayStation, imported the hard drive, imported like I played it on my laptop, but my laptop was like setting itself on fire in order to play the game. <laughs> so I was like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to play this fucking game is if I get a PS2. So I imported a PS2, imported the hard drive, imported the game and was like, I hope that uh, this fucking machine can log into servers from, and it could, it fucking could. And I played Final Fantasy Online. It's S tier game, S tier game. It wouldn't, it wouldn't still be running if it wasn't S tier. I'll defer to Heather because I, I never played. We'll Final put Fantasy it in well. the S. Great. Final Fantasy 12. S tier. <laughs> yeah, this is an S tier. Look, the, here's, here's the thing about 12 is this was like, the, uh, I, I think this one is a really important Final Fantasy game because they kind of were like, okay, the existing formula is not sustainable forever. We can't just have yeah. the same sort of, you know, a turn ba- exact same sort of turn-based encounters uh, combat system that we've been doing uh, for, you know, for the game's run up to this point. And they really mixed up the formula, which in and of itself has kind of become a convention of Final Fantasy now. Like, how do we change up the formula? How do we update it? How do we make it more approachable for modern players? And I think they hit it out of the park. I also just, like, love the world. Like, yep. I think, like, the world design is fucking awesome. Yep. Um, and then the uh, the the definitive version they released of this. What was that called? The Zodiac Age. Zodiac. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like it's it's such a refinement of everything. And um, yeah, one of the one of the best Final Fantasy games. I for for a, 
a window of time, Final Fantasy twelve was my favorite Final Fantasy game. I was uh, I was like, man, I don't think it gets better than that one. Uh, I love the combat system. I love the music, which was not done by Nobuo Umetsu. Uh, it was done by a, a different artist who had also done Final Fantasy Tactics, whose name escapes I'll bring me. up the name. Um, it's great. And it was the first voice acted Final Fantasy game that I felt like was treating me with a little bit of dignity. <laughs> sure. So... By comparison to Final Fantasy X, I was like, fuck, this game is fucking great. It was also insanely detailed spaces. Like there's, I I remember a a time where you're walking through like a market and there were people in the market and like you'd like walk around people and like you could see wares out on the, in these outdoor market spaces. And I was like, God damn, I don't even know how you do. And now that sounds stupid. That me saying there was stuff in the stalls sounds like a dumb idiot's like take on a game. But at the time I was like, this is the most detailed thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So Final Fantasy 12, also great logo. Fucking no, great I think logo. That, fantastic logo. I think you're absolutely right in terms of like, oh, this world feels inhabited and populated. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a video game environment. Yep. And you know, that's that's again, I mentioned the world. That, that's part of what I like. Uh, the Hitoshi Sakimoto is the composer. I should know this name, and I'm going to retain this name because not only did a uh, uh, did a uh, uh, Sakimoto son do the score for Final Fantasy 12, also Final Fantasy Tactics, as you mentioned, and one of my favorite games of the PlayStation era, Vagrant Story. No, oh, there you so, go. Yep. Yep. There you go. Where are we at now? Final uh, Fantasy right. 13. 13. All right. Okay, so here's here's where I my whole ass hangs out. Uh, I did not play Final Fantasy 13 or Final Fantasy 15. Holy shit. So those are big gaps in my knowledge. Final Fantasy 12 was the last mainline Final Fantasy I played until 16, which I was considering. Wow. I was like, am I going to play this one too? Wow. Uh, I, I, they, 13, you know, it came out at a time where I, like, it didn't really have time to play it. And it also had, like, I think the worst reviews of any mainline Final Fantasy. And I was like, you know what? Maybe this is the one I skip. You know what? Maybe maybe this is the week I don't watch the new Simpsons episode. And so I didn't watch it. And then when 15 came out, I was like, well, shit, I really should play 13 before I played this, even though they're not related. So as, a, as such, I haven't played either game. 13. So I'll defer to Heather. 13's having a renaissance online right now. People are returning to 13 and they're like, fuck, Much this like game's lightning. fucking great. Yeah, much like lightning. <laughs> I saw a really good joke uh, about that, which is that uh-huh. <laughs> I don't remember who wrote it, but somewhere on Twitter I read <laughs> the name Lightning Returns Final Fantasy 13 sounds like she's bringing the game back to Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so I liked... Final Fantasy 13 at the time. I was like, okay. It was much more linear than Final Fantasy 12, which made it feel like a step backwards. Because right. Final Fantasy 12 had these huge play environments where you could like run around and and like fight monsters you weren't supposed to, which as we know is one of my greatest thrills in a video game. Um yeah, Final Fantasy 13 was extremely linear, but because of that, the environments are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The music is gorgeous. The character design is fantastic. <sighs> oh, man, I think it's an A-tier game. Wow. 
Same level as Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy X for Final Fantasy XIII. It's A tier. It's A tier game. A tier. Wow. It's A tier game, but the the drink was really good. There's a really good drink. Oh, uh, well, if they, if all these games had drinks, <laughs> we, this ranking would be different. I really like the battle system in thirteen. Battle system is fucking great. I gotta just play it. Oh, I gotta play shit. the final. I I'm saying this now, and I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm gonna be able to keep this up, but I want to play through all of them. Uh, I would like to say you that can I've do done that. it. I think I'm gonna try and do it. That can just be your life. Yeah. Like, you can just be like, I'm going to do that. The problem is then you have to choose other things not to do, and that's what I run into. Yes, because, well, right now, the thing that I'm looking at is the release calendar, and, like, I know it's coming up the rest of the year, but I think if I maintain a two-game sort of thing and have my console game be whatever big experience I'm doing, and I don't think there Mm. are any big Switch games coming out until, like, the end of the year or the beginning of next year, that I'm like, Switch could be Final Fantasy. And I think I can play through all the Final Fantasy wow. games on Switch. Wow. Uh, until I get to like 15, obviously, because that's not on there. Um, but I think I can do it. I mean, I heard that the, 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 the Switch version of the Pixel Remasters is a really nice package. I'm, lo- so. I'm loving it so far. Um, but 14 is next. And I know that we all threatened at one point to play this game together. And we yeah. have not done it. Um, no. I also have... I got it deep on sale because there was a period of time where like you could get all of the expansions and and you know and the base one for like thirty bucks and it was like a it was like some it was like ninety percent off or something so like if you mm-hmm. bought all the expansions at full price it would have been expensive but at thirty bucks I was like let me do it and then another expansion came out. Well, hold on though. Uh huh. Are we talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, or are we talking about? what is effectively the sequel, A Realm yes. Reborn, Final That's Fantasy XIV. That's a great 14. point. Oh. I, I think the original Final Fantasy fourteen, it was, you know, there's a reason they uh, they destroyed the world. Four- Literally, like, there was a world-ending event, oh. and then they rebooted it. I didn't it. know this. Fourteen yeah. on its own, is an F-tier game. Wow. Like... I right, jam it in there. Put that. Put the. Put, let's let's get something in the F tier. Like Realm Realm Reborn. Incredible game, loved playing it. Like great music, great fan service, fucking great. But fan service, eh? But final. No, I mean like fan service for people who play <laughs> Final Fantasy games. But I'm but Final Fantasy fourteen was such a catastrophe that. People weren't even leaving Final Fantasy XI to play it. Wow. Like, it was like, why would I waste my time on this? They, like, there's a, a famous press conference where, like, Square Enix apologizes, like, by, like, deep bowing and being like, we're so sorry. <laughs> we fucked up. And then they bring out, and then they 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 have um, a meteor hit the game inside the game destroy the world everybody's waving to you mary <laughs> hi, hi mary. mary hi <laughs> um destroys the world so a meteor flies in in game destroys the world and the whole thing is completely reborn with an absolutely new like like story everything mhm 
And that's the Final Fantasy 14 that everybody loves. I, I put we 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 shouldn't play it on the show because we don't have time, but I, I put the um the video in the chat, Matt. You should watch it later of the final uh, the the end of Final Fantasy 14 okay. when they destroyed the world. And it's great because it's just like everyone is just standing around just like watching like this meteor come towards them, just like awaiting oblivion. Yeah. I'll yeah, check that out. I don't I, I also don't know that there is any like okay, depending on how Phantom Liberty goes. Like for Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. I can't think of any game that has had such an arc of uh, of 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 repent repentance. Is that a word? Redemption. Redemption. Sure. Yeah. And the the game is like has gone from one of the biggest laughing stocks of all of Square Enix's library to a tried and true massively successful rpg and i don't i can't think of any any other time that a game has gone from zero to hero uh no man's sky i think is the other recent example oh, yeah, yeah. of just like as in, as initially released there's a huge backlash and they've updated it so much yep. and given so many free updates that people love it now yeah so we we got we can't publish this list as is because it looked like we're putting Final Fantasy fourteen in F tier, but I did just just for our purposes, Final Fantasy fourteen, the original version yeah. is going in F tier, yeah. and then a Realm, Realm Reborn, Reborn A tier, which they don't have as a separate thing on the tier with it, where it, where I have it, but I can find it and put it in. Eight, I I'd, I'd make that an A an A or a, an S tier game. Okay, people are going to be so mad if. 11 is S and 14 is A. <laughs> Just saying. All right. All right. So they're both S tier. That's fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I have no skin in this game. All right. That takes us to Final Fantasy 15. S-tier, Again, another S-tier, one I, I haven't S-tier, played. S-tier, you put that in S tier. I platinum to that fucking game. Wow. I got to play I'm it. I'm really excited I'm to sure play it after it. 16. I platinumed this game and opened up an account on Coleman, Japan. To import the camping gear that the boys use in Final Fantasy 15 so that I could set up my actual campsite as a recreation of the Final Fantasy 15 campsite. The music is godly. It is fucking godly. It is some of the best music of the entire series. I think the battle, I've played the battle theme in our battle tier, like our battle theme tier ranking shit. That's right, yeah. Yes. The fucking it also has relationships that like actually work as opposed. I mean, they're like, sure, all these boys are tropey, but the relationships work and it fucking sticks the ending. I I think especially if you take all of the side stories and shit, like if you do like Final Fantasy 15 Royale Edition, which is all mm-hmm. of the co- the supplementary content all packed into the package as was intended, but could not be released upon. Because originally this game was a spinoff of Final Fantasy 13 called Final Fantasy 13 Versus. And after like 15 years of development or some shit, like 10 years of development, they finally were like, this isn't going to be happening. Nobody cares about Final Fantasy 13 anymore. We have to make it its own game. We're going to retain some of the elements of this original story, scrap all the rest of it. There's, uh, there is such a, 
uh, behind the scenes drama, like meta commentary that happens because of mm. the way this game shifts internal power dynamics at Square Enix. People have argued that elements of Kingdom Hearts 3 are direct criticisms of Final Fantasy 15. Mm -hmm. All that being said, game fucking rocks. It fucking rocks. The animation's incredible. The music's incredible. And, and I love I love my boys. And also, I want to say, when it was like, oh, it's it's four boys on a road trip, you could not have found a less interested person. Like, I was like, <laughs> Jesus, that sounds like it sucks. And then... Yeah. I played it and I'm like, nope, this game fucking rolls. Uh, all right, I think this is this is a this is a pretty good listing. I think you know probably something the D tier should not be vacant. There's probably some things we should shuffle around, but we don't need we we, we you, Heather, you got now. We got to keep moving here. I, I will say that overall, that it, just to recap, uh, we are saying that pretty much the entire series from six on is <laughs> so, so there you go <laughs> which is what heather predicted <laughs> we put we put x and and 13 in yeah a in a but they're still great games we're still putting them at That's a true. tier yeah fuck are yeah, we doing nice any of these other boys any of these other why do i keep calling everything a boy today if there's anything else you want to you want to uh, toss in there real quick, but I think we haven't touched on any of the spinoffs yet. I feel like it's probably easiest just to keep it as a mainline okay. thing, unless there's something you feel really. Well, I was going to say Final Fantasy Tactics S tier, Final Fantasy yeah, Tactics Advance S tier, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, woof, C tier, C because Which, of the remake. With oh, if if it was because of the remake, it'd be F. Oh, but. C tier because you can hook up your Game Boys and mm -hmm. you play you play it all together. It's, yeah, but ultimately not. It's not a perfect game. I'm Crystal not gonna tier, lie yeah. to myself. Uh, what else we got? Go scroll down. Final Fantasy VII remake S tier. S tier. Yeah, Stranger of Paradise S tier. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys would right. play it. It's fucking. I have great. it, and it's not not on my list to to, oh my to God, play. It through. is so funny. It is so funny. It's. I, it's okay. Keep going. Let's just let's just shout through these. I mean, Final there's Fantasy so we can't, we can't, we can't do all of these. There's too many. We don't have time. We have time to talk about Chocobo's Dungeon. Yeah, or Dissidia, Final Fantasy Dirge Corrupt. of Cerberus. We can't talk about Final Fantasy Record, record Keeper. <laughs> Dissidia. <laughs> there's just too many. There's too Final many. Fantasy Dimensions. Never even heard of record, that. <laughs> record Keeper. Holy shit. You love Record Keeper. <laughs> I used to. I Yeah, I, I spent some money on Record Keeper back in the day. What about... Final Fantasy The First Soldier, which was my entry point into the Battle Royale genre, which because of its existence, the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog is in prison. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Is that F tier? Because of what it, what it did to you? I don't, I don't. There's just a well, lot. There's so many. Yeah, I, I, so I, many. I think we got, we were very comprehensive. Yeah. yeah. All right. Great. great. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Those, that was Tears of the Kingdom Final Fantasy. I got a segment. Oh, There's a new segment. Wow. segment. I forgot you have a segment. This one is called Button Mash. Like the so here's like the arcade and um, dining place in Los Angeles. Yeah, I guess like that. Cool. But it's a term that predates right. that. But it's a, it's Button Mash. <laughs> button mash. This is Button Mash. Button Mash. Uh, this is a, this is a controller based quiz, and the way this will work is. 
There is one question regarding a controller for each console generation in chronological order. This might be too hard. In fact, I'm going to just say this is too hard, but I think this will be fun. All right. Do, so we understand. I'm going to ask a question about a controller. Yeah. Buzz in and answer. Okay, great. First up. The Magnavox Odyssey controller <laughs> has two paddles and one button. So it's a little box with two paddles and one button. What is the button labeled? Beep, um, boop. Heather. Play. It's not play. Matt? Is it uh, start? It's not start. The one button on the Magnavox Odyssey controller is a reset button. <laughs> <laughs> they were figuring it out. All right, next up, jumping ahead, jumping ahead to Gen 2. What color was the button, the one button on the Atari 2600 joystick? What color was the beep, button? Beep, 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 beep. Red. It is a red button. <laughs> Matt is on the board with one point. All right, next up. This is a Gen 3 question. You can get two points here. The Sega Master System controller had an eight-way D-pad and two buttons. Name those buttons. Eight-way D-pad and two buttons. Oh, my God. Uh, Heather. Button one and two. You are correct. You get two points for that. Bonus points. What is the alternate label of the one button? Alternate label. I want to say select. It's not select, oh, Matt. Is it A? No, it is one slash start. Oh. Is a dual function button. Do you know that uh, Master System, also, the controller also came with a tiny joystick you could screw into the D-pad? Yes, I remember that because my friend had yeah. one and it did not work no, it well. it sucked. Really clunky. There was, I had a PC, I had a, like a Gravis gamepad that had that too. I don't know why they thought people would want the mini stick. Mm. Whatever, they're figuring right. it out. Uh, next up, go, skipping ahead to Gen 4. We're in 16-bit land now. Uh, Heather has two points, Matt has one. The Super NES face buttons were two shades of purple. The Super Famicom, which was released in Japan and PAL territories, face buttons were four different colors. Red, green, blue, and blank. Heather. Heather. Yellow. You're correct. It is a yellow button. Bonus points. Which button was the yellow button? Heather. Go ahead, Heather. A. Not A. <laughs> is it? Well, you said there's how many buttons are there? Four. Four buttons. Four face buttons. It, Red, green, blue, and yellow. What color is the yellow? Or what label is the is yellow it, button? Um, why? It's not Y, it is the B mm. button. The B button is the yellow button. Oh, well. All right, next one. Gen 5. Namco bundled the PlayStation 1 port of Time Crisis with a light gun. Name that light gun. Oh, man. Oh, man, I know it. I know it. Nick, this is hard. Oh, this might be too no, hard. Wait, I had I one of it. these, so so I know this. Uh, I don't remember. I know it though. I cannot. It had a pass through, so you could you do take your RGB cable or you take your uh, you know the the yellow uh, video input cable, and it would pass through to the light gun, so it would be like a really precise aim. It would be like pixel perfect. 
Don't remember it. Uh, anyone want to take a guess? I can't even. I can't even think of what it could be called. Can't remember. It was. It was the Namco Gun. That's con. it. Uh, fucking shit. The Gun. gun con. Then, but then you hear that and you're like, oh yeah, like that yeah, makes I sense. remember. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the Gun Con coming to the Toyota Center <laughs> in July. Uh, next up. Gen 6, the GameCube controller had an asymmetric design with only three shoulder buttons or triggers. Which side of the controller had two shoulder buttons? Heather. Heather. Uh, that would be the right side. You are correct. It was the R button and the oh, Z wow. button were both on the right side. Yes. Heather has four. Matt has one. Heather's doing really good. I right, skipping ahead. Gen 7, also staying with Nintendo. There was a small button in the dead center of the Wii remote. Bordered by minus and plus Fuck. buttons. Heather. What is the button between minus and plus? Heather. Home. That is the home wow. button. Heather has five points. All right. Uh, Matt playing for personal pride yeah. now. Jenna uh, <laughs> 8. Which I have none. <laughs> On the Xbox One controller, okay. what is the position in the diamond of the Y button? Uh, it's um, Matt. Beep, beep, boop, 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 beep. I heard Matt. It's the top of the diamond. It is top. It is the top. Thank you are God. correct, Matt. Matt has two. Heather has five. Nicely done, Matt. And final question. Caught up to modern times. Gen nine. In U.S. dollars, what is the current retail price for a PlayStation Five DualSense controller? Beep, boop, 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 boop. Matt, I believe it's sixty nine ninety nine. You are correct. Holy shit. Yes. It's a lot of money for a fucking yeah. controller. Oh my God. Fuck. That's so much. Heather five, Matt three. You did hey, well. We did you good. Got, yeah. You collectively got uh got like seven or eight of the, for, the nine we questions. Forgot about Gun Con. Yeah. Yeah. How could we forget? So close near and dear to our hearts. Yep. Yep. I can't believe I got rid of my fucking gun con. That was so fucking Nick, cool. it wouldn't work for what you're trying to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's this week's Get Played. Our engineering is by Alex Gonzalez, Dead Area Alex G on Twitter and Instagram. And also, we got Get Animate, our paywalled show. Uh, you know, Stitcher Premium might be going away, but you can still find that on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Get Played. Uh, Heather, we're still working our way through Haruhi Suzumiya. Yeah, we're uh, in the final few episodes of The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya, which is the mid-2000s mega-hit anime that inspired dances all over the world, including prisons. They so were dancing please, in the prisons. They were dancing in the prisons to Harahi. So please uh, check out us on uh, patreon.com slash get played. That's right. If you're on Stitcher Premium and you're like, well, hey, wait, where's all this content going? Well, you know what? You can find it all on patreon.com slash get played. We got our whole archives of all of our animated episodes uh, going back to uh, when we started things out off by watching through all of Evangelion. So check that out. Uh, well, we'd love to have you over Rest there. Rest of the content, DVD. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah. find out. Uh, and then, oh, the episodes that we're watching of Haruhi Suzumiya uh, this week are uh, t episodes 27 and 26, in that order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we're watching go. it in broadcast order, so That's don't right. just hop on Crunchyroll and start with episode one because you'll be disoriented. Huge mistake. <laughs> Guys, it's been fun hanging out with you. 
What a blast. What a And I want to say all the way from Amsterdam. You both got played. Oh. Still stings. <laughs> Thank you.